What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, July 21st in the year of our Lord, 2022. And you are listening to the second episode of the second season of the Give Me the Points podcast. And on this episode, Tyler and I will cover the AFC East and the NFC East, along with some player props. In honor of the NFC East... All right, man. Uh, episode two. We made it through the first episode, which is good. We covered the AFC South and the NFC South. Um, I just want to run a r- quick recap of what we chose on that. Uh, team totals and these player props are all going to be posted on Instagram. After we go through all the divisions, unless said otherwise on the show, um, it is not a bet now situation. We do have a bet now situation tonight. Oh, yeah, we do. Absolutely. There will be a bet that you must get on as soon as you listen to this podcast before it is corrected or fixed or whatever the hell is going on. But as far as the NFC South, just to recap, Tampa Bay, we went over 11 and a half at plus 100. Uh, The Panthers over six and a half wins at plus 105. And then we had two plays on the Falcons and one play on the Saints, the player props again. These player props, we're going to have anywhere between 7 to 10 per division. We're not going to play 80 or 7 to 10 through like south, east, and west. We're not going to play 30 to 40 player props on the year. Um, we're going to sit down, you and I, we're going to go through them all, and we're going to pick, you know, our 10 or 15 that we like the most, correct? Correct. Okay. So our player props, Atlanta, Kyle Pitts, over 875.5. Drake London, over 764.5. And then for the Saints, it was Chris Olave under five and a half touchdowns. Uh, AFC South, which I looked into this more, man, and these running back props I like even more than I liked last week. Like, <laughs> really, and those numbers aren't going to go up. That thirteen fifty point five is staying where it's at. No, yeah, they're we love them. I mean, they're big numbers. So, but all right. So AFC South team total. We went with three of them. We took two overs and an under. We took the Colts over 10 at minus 105, the Jags over six and a half at plus 110, and then the Texans under four and a half at minus 125. Um, As far as player props went, we went three player props. We did two Colts. So these play into the Colts hitting their over on total wins on the year. Um, We went with Pittman over 1025.5 and JT over 1350.5 rushing. Um, to match that 1350.5, King Henry over 1350.5 rushing for the Titans. So those are the plays that we covered last week. Um, and now we've got this week to get into. But real quick, NFL news. I want to hear your opinion on this. I'm pretty sure we're on the same page here. The Cardinals fucking broke the bank and paid Kyler Murray. Yeah, there's no fucking shot he's worth it. Like he's not a $40, $50 million a year player. However, he's fringe top 10 quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, but fringe. I don't want to say the counter argument. I guess my only thing is if you have an average to good, like you're kind of, they're kind of fucked. Like there's no one better out there, right? With, and they're not going to end up with a top five draft pick with him. So, like, what do you do? I mean, I guess you, you got to pay him, I guess, right? But it sucks because, 
he's not worth Patrick Mahomes money. He's not worth Josh Allen money. And I'm not saying he sucks, but he's not at their tier. Okay. Sure, you could go prove me wrong this year, but he's also like five foot six. So I don't really see him doing that. So I, I want to go through the quarterbacks that are better than Kyler Murray. Okay. All right. So Mahomes and Josh Allen. Yeah. One, one and two. Definitely better. Joey B, better than Kyler Murray. Better. Tom Brady. Better. So what we got four there. Aaron Rodgers. Better. Dangerous. Better. Justin Herbert. There's seven. Um, let's go through divisions here. I'd take Derek Carr over Kyler Murray. Dude, I love Derek Carr. I don't love Derek Carr. I, I think Derek he's Carr. too inconsistent, but I'd take him over Kyler because you have to take injury into account. Yeah. You have to consider injury. Yes. Um, and does the game translate to game on the line, two minutes left, playoffs? You need your quarterback to lead you on a drive to win. Yeah. Oh, Matt Stafford. Yeah. Stafford. Um, who? Geno Smith. <laughs> I'll say Kyler's like nine, nine, ten. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, he's, I'm not saying he's bad, but right. that, God, that money. But that's the problem now. I mean, if you want to pay your quarterback, it's going to be that money. Now the cap's going up and stuff. I get that. Right. Money seems more ridiculous every year, but at the same time, I mean, everything in our life we're buying is more expensive. So player, like, it's just you know, it's the money is going to keep going up. But that's just too much for him. Speaking of quarterback rankings, I took a lot of heat last year when I said Lamar is not a top fifteen quarterback in the NFL. Lamar Jackson was not a top 15 quarterback in the NFL last year. Um, and, dude, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm still not sold on him. His arm is so bad. Yeah, I, I think we're going to get a bit of a revenge tour this year with him. It's going to be more with his legs. But Who's like, going to throw to? Devin Duvernay? Eh, Rashad Bateman. I mean, I mean yes. Mark they're going to run the ball 49 times a game. Mm-hmm. So, but, like, still, even though I'm, like, in on Lamar as far as like being having a good regular season. I still wouldn't want him leading my team in the playoffs or a team I was a fan of, but he's another one like Kyler. I mean, he's going to get you to the playoffs damn near every year. Yeah. And so like, you're not going to replace him at this point, you know, another quarterback better than Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott. Yes. Yes. However, boy, did he disappoint the playoffs last year? Yeah. I mean, that whole team did. It was, it was yeah, just, but better than Kyler, yes, definitely. Yes. Agreed. All right, so speaking of Dak, let's just get into it. Okay. Uh, first con- or first division we're going to cover here, NFC East. Um, so we're going to do the NFC first and the AFC after. Um, so NFC East, we'll just dive right in. Them boys, we were all over them last year from player props to win totals to winning the division, just every which way you could bet Dallas. We bet them last year, and it paid off tenfold. I'm not there this year, man. I'm no. not. I'm not there. I like Dallas's under ten and a half at minus one thirty. They have, dude. They lost a lot. They lost a. They lost a lot in the strongest part of their entire offense, the O line. The O line. Losing Leo Collins was is absolutely huge, um, and then obviously the loss of Amari Cooper, um, and then the defense towards the end of the year completely tailed off. So I don't know what we're going to get out of that defense this year. I like the under 10 and a half for Dallas. 
I don't know where you're at. I like the over, but I, I'm not like in love with it. I feel like they're a 10 or 11 win team, which, you know, conveniently they put the over under a 10 and a half. Right. So you could talk me into the under. I can easily talk myself into the over. I mean, I think they'll win the division. Um, I could see them splitting with the Eagles and I could see them sweeping this, the, whatever they are, the Washington football team, the Redskins and the Giants. Cause I don't think either of them are that good. So, I mean, that, that would be, you know, five wins right there. But, and I do think they'll win the division and I still think they're good, but yeah, I don't think they're going to have like the dominance that we thought they were going to have last year. I agree. I, yeah, I, I, I would pass on the over or the under, I would just pass on this completely because I really think they're a huge question mark. But what you're not fucking passing on. Hold on. And we'll save that one. Let's get okay. to the other one first. Right. They, they kind of tie together here. The first player prop for Dallas that we, I think we both agree on here, um, is Tony Pollard. The hype, I mean, the hype's there, man. And Tony Pollard's good. He's the best, second best. Second best backup running back in the NFL behind Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt's number one. Second best backup in the entire NFL. But he is a between the 30s kind of guy. Yeah, he's um, that's where he's he, a weapon. He's not a pure running back. Right. So they've got his over under for rushing touchdowns at four and a half. Tony Pollard in his career. Three-year career, you know, it's short. I get it. But Tony Pollard in his three-year career right now, he has two, four, and two. Last year, only having two being his best season yet as far as carries and yards and just overall involvement in the offense. He's a pass-catching back out of the backfield. And you and I both believe that Zeke is the bell cow inside the 20. And the reports that you've read about Dak using his leg more also takes away from Tony Pollard hitting his rushing touchdown total. So I like the under four and a half. Your thoughts? Yes, I do too. No, I do too. Um, if the offense is functioning how it should, you know, you're feeding Zeke, Dak's using his legs a little bit more, you're getting Tony Pollard in space, you're getting CeeDee Lamb in space, Gallup hopefully comes back healthy, you got the rookie Tolbert, like hey, so. But Tolbert's going to be a dog. You know, oh, I agree. Uh, if Zeke gets hurt, well, just, you know, pretend we didn't recommend this bet. But as long as Zeke's healthy and the team's functioning like it should, there's no need for Tony Pollard to be getting carries inside the 20. That's not where you're going to be best utilizing him. So, And if he does get touches inside the 20, you're looking at screens and, and probably quick little throws to him, and that's not a rushing touchdown. So I don't, I don't see him getting five rushing TDs. No, me neither. Um, real quick. I know. I don't know if you've tried it. I love it. Um, this is by no means a sponsorship, um, but I would love to do work with these guys. BioSteel, without question, the best sports drink I've had. Um, way better than Powerade, Gatorade, vitamin water, all that garbage. Um, it's fantastic. Um, let's see here. We got zero fat, zero cholesterol, zero sugars. It's uh, it's it's awesome, man. It is so good. Um, so yeah, BioSteel, we love you. Um, but here it is, man. I mean, it is just. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play it.
That is your warning. Now, get on it. Ezekiel Elliott on Fandle, not DraftKings. Fandle. DraftKings has him at eight and a half touchdowns. Fandle has him at six and a half. And I credit you completely with this gem of a find. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) When you told me that pre-show, you're like, hey, Zeke, six and a half touchdowns. I love it. And I was like, I don't know what you're looking at. But I'm looking at DraftKings right in front of my face, and it's eight and a half. It's on Fanduel at six and a half, dude. Play it now. Pause the episode, pull up your Fanduel, and bet Zeke over six and a half rushing. Yeah, touchdowns. and I know we're a unit-based show. I would even say like whatever. I mean, if you know football, that should blow your mind. You should love it. Yeah, yeah. What like. You know, if, if you're comfortable with a lot of units, it's going to be hard to find a better play to put a lot of units on than that. Yeah. Uh, you might cash out after the first month of the season if they start hot, honestly. Yeah, dude, it's seven touchdowns. We could we could see Zeke at seven after week six. So I love that. I Yes, play it now. That is That is our first. Don't wait for us to post it on Instagram. Don't wait for us to narrow it down. Zeke over six and a half rushing touchdowns. Get on it. All right. Done with Dallas in the rearview mirror. Next, we have the Washington football commanding Redskins. Win total. I got my screen too small. Oh, eight and a half. Okay. The over at plus 145, the under at minus 170. Uh, thoughts on the total for this? I like the under, but the odds suck. Super but, Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, Carson Wentz stinks. But Carson Wentz is also the best quarterback that they've had in the past four, five years. Yeah. Even though he could, could be. I mean, he played, did play better. In the Indy. real question is, do we get the defense from 2020 or the defense from 2021? What defense do we get out of Washington? Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point, but I'm kind of just going off of, like, what they show us last year, you know? It could be a bit of recency bias, but, like, that's kind of what you have to – I mean, hell, 2020 wasn't even a normal season. It was, but, like, you know, no fans, all that stuff. The 2021 was more of a normal year, and I think you kind of have to go off of that. And I just – I don't know. I don't like Carson Wentz very much. At all. So you, you don't like Carson Wentz, but I know there's a guy on two guys in that offense actually that we both really like. Um, the first one ties directly into Carson Wentz, and that's Scary Terry. Scary Terry's total on the year is sitting at 999.5. Terry McLaurin's going to catch for a thousand yards. Yes, yes, he will. Terry McLaurin, in his two years, his rookie year had 919 on only 48 catches, I think, in his second year last year um i'm sorry he's been in like three years his second year he had 11 18 and his third year last year he had 1053 those are with taylor heineke uh at quarterback i think carson wentz is a not much better but i think he has a better arm he definitely has a better arm better quarterback than taylor heineke and I love Scary Terry. I think he's an absolute matchup nightmare. Um, the kid's got great hands. He comes, he's small, but he still comes down with balls in traffic. And I think Terry McLaurin easily hits a thousand yards in a 17 game season. Yeah. No, that's 
I like that a lot. Okay. And then the next one, another guy that we both like, um, Gibson. His rushing total sitting at 824 and a half. Yeah. Last year, banged up all year, missed a full game, and still ran for 1037. You telling me he's going to cut 200 yards off when he's healthy? No. And like McKissick cuts into his fantasy worth and right. his receiving ability, which clearly he can catch the ball. He's shown that, but he's still going to be the main guy getting carries. Yeah. And I mean, that's um, he had a minor amount surgery. starting running back. Minor surgery in the offseason, but he's supposed to be coming back ready to go, guns blazing. And uh, I think that I think 825 is an easy number for him to hit. Yeah. Quick thoughts I want from you. Okay. I like under Carson Wentz under 21 and a half passing touchdowns. Oh my God. Is that low? <laughs> 21 and a half? Yeah. I think I'm a lot, I'm a lot lower on Carson Wentz than you, obviously. So, I but yeah, that's it's just so low for a 17 game season. It is low. It is low, but. What did he do last year in Indy? Oh gosh, let's let's see his his Indy stats. Just that's just I mean, oh. it is low. You're right. He does like to throw the ball to the other team, though. Who did? They, let's see. They, last year, Jahan so last year he had 27, right? Yeah. And that's with you know Frank Reich, who has gotten the best football out of him in his career. Correct. And he won't have him. So I guess it depends if you think, like, he'll be kind of the solid, decent player, like, okay, he was last year. You know, still make big mistakes, but, like, overall he's okay. Or do you think being away from Reich is going to make him stink again? Because I do. 21 and a half. I'm not going to say no. We'll table that. Yeah, it it wasn't something that I saw and was like, oh, my gosh, God, I just wanted to get your thoughts on it. Let me look at that. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that it's that low. I mean, there's quarterbacks that I looked at that were higher. Like, two is higher than that. That's probably because of his weapons. Right. But yeah. still. Yeah, no. <laughs> two sucks. Two sucks. Um. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm trying to wrap my brain around that. 21 and a half. I, I'll look into it, and then we'll talk more on that. Oh, my. My dog just absolutely shit himself underneath me. That's nothing new, though. Disgusting. Absolute filth pig. Surprised we can't hear him snoring. Honestly, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. All right. Next team in the division, you have the Giants at seven and a half wins. The over at plus 140. The under juice, the minus 165. Um, the NFC East is not friendly with odds for over-unders here. No, because I like the under, but I don't like one minus 165. No, neither do I. I almost like maybe... Maybe like a a Washington and Giants under parlay, put them together maybe. Yeah. We can consider yeah, that, um, taking both of them to go under because the last team in the division I'm pretty high on. Um, I think they're going to have a pretty good year. So, mm, so <laughs> good, good. I like to hear that. So as far as the Giants go, um, do I have a player prop for the Giants? I don't. I do. Oh, good. Perfect. I have Daniel Jones under – 22 and a half passing TDs. I can get behind that because Daniel Jones has gotten hurt and Daniel Jones's job is on the line. 
And let's say – And I'm a Danny Dimes guy. Well, I think you're going to hold on to that until he's out of the league. You're like, you know what, damn it, he just didn't get a fair shake. <laughs> but he's got he's got Dabble. So if anybody's going to get some good play out of him, right? Dable, Dabble, I don't know how to pronounce it. But here's the thing. I feel like if he maximizes him, that's going to involve using his legs a hell of a lot, not airing it out 40 times a game. Like, because yep. he does have wheels. Danny Dimes can oh, run. Danny Dimes. Wheels. I think Danny Dimes on that 80-yard almost touchdown that he fell on hit a faster speed than Tyreek Hill hit at any point last season. I mean, he's got longer legs, you know. So take that for what it's worth. But he's yeah. a big, clumsy bastard, and he just trips over his own feet. Yeah, I mean, he threw for 11 touchdowns two years ago and 10 last year. It would be a hell of a jump. I mean, as a rookie, he threw for 24, but <laughs> – Rookie, you, you get all that garbage time, rookie, you know. So yeah. No, 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 I, I hear you on that. Okay, yeah. I, I like I, – uh, yeah, we'll put that on the list. Okay. Daniel Jones, under 22.5. Yep. So isn't it a little bit crazy that Daniel Jones is higher than Carson Wentz? <laughs> yeah, just it kinda, a little bit. It kind of is, yeah. Just a little I, bit. I guess they're also viewing Carson Wentz like he threw for 27 in Indy last year. Okay, cool. But he did make mistakes in big moments. And, like, yeah. they he, they had him, like, they almost – I feel like they almost babied him. You know, he had Jonathan Taylor. Right. And, I mean, so. it, it, it could be taking into account as well, Washington's defense is expected to be better than the Giants. So, maybe Washington will be in a couple more games than the Giants. Yeah, closer um, they, games. They have to win low-scoring games. The Giants are going to have to score a bunch of points to win games because they're not going to – they're, they're not going to go out there and shut teams down defensively. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Here it is. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles, nine and a half wins. The over at minus 120, the under at plus 100. Um, I do like the over. I do too. But I actually like the odds for them to win the division more than anything. Okay. Them to win the divisions at a plus 185. Um, yeah, I like that. But I think we might have a, actually a pretty solid division battle with them and the Cowboys. Like, oh, I do too. I do too. Uh, Dallas lost pieces, and the Eagles did nothing but add, uh, add, add, add. Um, what they did in the offseason was fantastic. I mean, excuse me, between adding A.J. Brown, obviously, um, and giving him the extension instantly, that gives Jalen Hurts a legit number one weapon. Yeah. Um, and then on defense, adding Hassan Riddick, adding James Bradbury in the secondary, and then just the the beast, man, just adding Jordan Davis is huge. Oh, oh, and then, you know, if he plays, N'Kobe Dean. Yeah. I mean. In round added, 60 that he fell to. What's that? He fell to like round 60 or something Dude. like that. <laughs> Unbelievable. So yeah, the Eagles. Um, I'm all. This is like from Dallas to Philly. I'm, I'm all in on Philly this year. I really like the Eagles. And the you know what? A lot of people love the Eagles. They opened at plus two forty to win the division, and they're down to plus one eighty five. But I think there's you know I think it's justified. Yeah, I do. For me, the Eagles like it's a pretty big theme with me. Like a quarterback play. Well, no shit. I mean that's it's what it is in the NFL. Um, I don't think I think they're going to be good no matter what. Like they're going to be right. a good team. They have so many pieces. To me, them becoming like a really good team, like I think they can be. Obviously, depends on Hurts. He takes another step. He takes the next step. 
that's a damn good team. He's just kind of average and inconsistent. They'll still be a solid good team, but that'll limit their ceiling of like making some serious noise. But if he plays well, I mean, the sky's kind of the limit with the weapons and the team they have. They could be very, very good. I agree. You know, obviously, A.J. Brown, we talked about um, Devontae Smith now being in his second year. I expect him to take a step forward. Um, and then you've got the role-playing guys. You've got Jalen Rager. You've got Quez Watkins. Um, and you've got the all-utility all guy in Greg Ward, who somehow – Miles Sanders has, that season. <laughs> oh, yeah, Miles Sanders for sure. Absolutely. Um, so that leads us into the player prop that I like for the Eagles – and that is Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders' rushing yards is sitting at 850.5. This kid is the most underutilized, legit halfback in the entire NFL. Yeah. Rookie season averaged 4.6 yards per carry. 2020, 5.3. Last year, 5.5. Ran for 754 yards in 12 games last year. And he doesn't, dude, he gets, what, 10 carries a game. Yeah. If they use him the way they should, give him 15 carries a game over a 17-game season, and Miles Sanders is hitting 11, 1,200 yards. Yes, he is. So 850.5, I actually want to look to see if they have a prop What if Miles Sanders hits 1,000 yards. That's obviously going to be some plus money, I think probably in the plus 200 range. Yeah. So we both are big on Miles Sanders to bounce back this year. Not even bounce back, really. Just be used. Yeah, more not bounce back, but because his play's been good, more more opportunity to right. to you know get his name out there. I guess it really uh, it really confuses me how he doesn't get utilized. Like, well, that's what I mean. Like, he needs the he needs more more carries, more opportunities to, for you know casual people to be like, oh, that Miles Sanders guy. Like, I mean, if you watch football, you know he's a damn good player. In, in Jalen Hurts, I think his rushing will take a step back this year. Um, I think it's if gonna, he takes the next step as a QB, his rushing will take a step back. Correct. And that's basically what we're banking on there. Um, Which leads me to my prop that I like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. AJ Brown over a thousand point five. Okay. AJ Brown's a thousand yard receiver. I mean, I'm come on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Freaking nature. Um, has the separation speed and also has the body to absolutely bitch any defensive back in the NFL. Yeah, he's one of the receivers that, you know, he's going to pop off for your seven, eight, nine catch games. Mm-hmm. But he's one of the guys that can rock you with a three catch, 110-yard game. Correct. So. Absolutely. Okay, I like that. So, NFC recap here. Um, Dallas, we're not going to play the total. We're going to play the un- – well, we're not going to play it. We're talking about the under on the four-and-a-half Tony Pollard. We are – we played. We're playing – We'll play again as long as it doesn't change. We're going to keep playing. Yeah, play it now, right the fuck now. Our one viewer that's just logged in, play it. Dale, you over six and a half. Dale, Zeke, over six and a half rushing touchdowns. Fandle, though, not DraftKings. Fandle, not DraftKings. Mm, South Carolina, can't bet in South Carolina. Bad beat. Well, it sucks. Better move out of that (laughs) shithole. And then Washington. We're cons- we'll talk about the Giants and the Reds, um, Giants and Redskins under on team totals, but the player props: Gibson over eight twenty four point five, and then Scary Terry to hit a thousand yards. The Giants, Danny Dimes under twenty two point five passing touchdowns. Hell yeah! Okay, and then the <laughs> Eagles, um, 
I'd say it's a play now. I think I think play the Eagles to win the division. Yeah. Plus 185 before it gets down to like a plus 150. Yeah, because you don't need to put a ton of units on it to make solid money since we got good plus odds right now. Almost two to one on your money. So yeah. Eagles to win the division um, as well as Miles Sanders over 850.5. That is in our player prop pool. Um, so these are all written down. We're going to go through these. Um, maybe we'll do – We'll do last week's show and this week's show. We'll pick player props from these four divisions, and then we'll settle on them next week when we jump into college football next week. And then we'll, we'll you know, we'll do the remaining four divisions after that. Yep. All right. Um, okay, so that takes us into the AFC East. I don't. I don't know where we're gonna fall here. I don't know where you're looking, and I know. I know where I'm. I would looking. assume we agree on Buffalo. I would assume. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's just get into that. We got Buffalo at eleven and a half. Um, the overs minus one thirty-five. The unders plus one hundred five. Buffalo's winning twelve games. Yes. Buffalo's probably gonna win fourteen games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By week fourteen, maybe. <laughs> they, they they have a tough start to the schedule, and then it's absolute cupcakes. Um. I think there's like so what the Rams, Cincy, and like maybe Green Bay. Those are their three tough games this year. And you gotta think too, yes, those are tough games. Now <laughs> Dale, uh think about what fans of those teams think when they see the Bills on the schedule. Fuck, it's the Bills. So Yeah. 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 And they only got better offensively as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, which leads me to a player prop that I like. Devin Singletary, 750.5. Under. I like Singletary to go under 750.5 this year. I think the addition of James Cook is going to be crucial. Um, They added wide receiver weapons, which is only just going to let Josh Allen just do Josh Allen things even more. And 340 of his 850 yards last year came in the final four weeks. I'm not. I'm not all in on Devin Singletary. I think he. I, he didn't even beat out Zach Moss to be a full-time running back. I think James Cook is twice the running back that Zach Moss is. I'm a Georgia fan. James Cook. Yeah. No, I can get behind the Singletary one. I like Gabriel Davis over eight fifty point five. That's Long your yards, baby. That's yeah. your legit number two receiver. Yep. Number two weapon, because, yeah, Dawson Knox is good, but he's not that level of tight end where he's your number two guy. Correct. Gabe Davis is now your number two guy. He's fucking good. I remember talking about him last year before the yeah. season that I liked him. I mean, and, and now – focus is on Stephon Diggs, man. It's just going to open up Gabe Davis a lot. Yeah, and I think Diggs is going to have a great year, but, like, you got your number two receiver on the Buffalo – on that offense, and he's it's not just some bum-ass number two receiver who – you know, he's he's good. I saw what he did in the playoffs and towards the end of the year. That's that's Gabriel Davis right there. He's not going to catch 100 yards every game, but 850.5 for a 17-game season. What are you looking at? 50 yards a game? Yeah, yeah. We'll even say 16-game season. Odds of the Bills having it wrapped up by week 17, probably pretty good. Yeah, but I think Gabe Davis is still out on the field at that point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Diggs and Josh Allen might not be, but he probably right. would. Gabe Davis, Jamison Crowder, if healthy, is going to be out there. So, yeah. Yeah. All right, so yeah, so the over on Buffalo as well as um, we're, we'll look at uh, Devin Singletary's under and then Gabe Davis. All right, yeah. so I'm I'm gonna set and I'm saving them for last. All right, okay, oh. <laughs> the Finns, 
The Finns, they're sitting at eight and a half. The overs at minus 135. The unders at plus 105. I think this is the, this is just so, they're, they're, a, they're a nine and eight team. Yeah. Cause I, I, I like the over because I think they're a good team, but like, man, I don't like Tua. And I know you don't either. No. Fuck but it's like, Tua. but like, I mean, you know, the, they got the nine fastest and eight. receiving core in the NFL. Yeah, nine and eight, eight and nine, you know, ten. Like, I don't know. The thing is that Tua definitely has a limited ceiling, but, like, he doesn't need to be great for them to be good. He just needs to be kind of okay, and they'll be a good team. They surrounded him with weapons, man. I mean, yeah, it's like, so obviously, obviously Ty Freak, and then you have Jalen Waddell. They went out and got Cedric Wilson from the or from the, the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the backfield, they went out and got Chase Edmonds. Um and who else did they Mostert. get? Oh yeah, Ray Mostert. He'll get hurt, but he's good for a couple. You know, he'll rip off an eighty-yard TD at some point. Speed. They are so fast, and they've got yes. Mike Kosicki up the middle, who mm-hmm. just uh, they just franchise tagged him. Yeah. So there's a dude fastest offense in the NFL. It has to be. Yeah. Well, it's damn Tyreek and Jalen Waddle. It's got to be. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's they're crazy. Dynamic. Fans. Dynamic as fuck. Yes, but. Can Tua get them the ball? But yeah, because the thing with Tua is like, I mean, he can throw your short and intermediate shit fine. I mean, like again, I'm not some Tua truther. I really don't think he's that good. But like, and but they're they're going to be plenty open to get the ball to. Right, and we played Tua under on passing yards last year. Hit that maybe due to injury. I don't care. It hit. It's a hit. Damn it. If it's like, a miss due to injury, we, we'll take we'll blame that injury. But it hits. I a hit. like another Tua under this year. Okay. Tua under 12 and a half interceptions. Okay. I can yeah, I can get behind that because he's not going to be a risky type quarterback. Correct. These are going to be get your guys the ball in space and let the playmakers make plays. Tua, everybody talks about how accurate he is. That's fine. I get that. He's an accurate quarterback, which plays for, you know, less interceptions. And if he gets hurt, okay. Under on interceptions hits. If he somehow loses his job, okay. Under on interceptions hits. I, everything's playing in our favor towards Tua under 12 and a half interceptions this year. I have a Dolphins prop I really like due to my. It has to be like Jalen Waddle or Tyreek Hill. It's not Tyreek. I actually think Tyreek's going to have a disappointing year relative to the crazy high expectations. Right. Okay. You, How much did I fucking – did you get a text from me every other day about Jalen Waddle before the draft last year? I mean, God. It's 925.5 is his receiving yard total. Yeah. I love Jalen. Dude, I love Jalen Waddle. Yeah. This field's, the field's going to open up for him even more. I mean, he's going to catch 100 passes somewhere around there. You know, so, between. here's real quick. You know what his receptions is at? What? 84 and a half. Oh, God. I might like that even more. I that's do like that I'm, even more. That's what I'm saying. I do like that even more. Dude, yeah. you, I'm that in love with him as a player that you could throw any Jalen Waddle over under at me and I'll be like, yeah, over. <laughs> Honest. I mean, these are legit. Like, I think he'll right. hit a thousand yards. Okay. But for real, if you were like Jalen Waddle over two and a half, you know, punt return touchdowns, fuck it over. <laughs> I don't get He's that good. He is that yeah. good. 
So I I, I, I do not just like I do. fast, by the way, real quick. I'm not I'm not done with Jalen Waddle. No, no, he's no, not just fast. He's a he's a damn good receiver overall. He's not just some pure speed guy. He's just anyways, you continue, but he's amazing. You don't catch a million balls in your rookie year if you're not an elite route runner. Absolutely. And that's Jalen Waddle is fast, but he is also an elite route runner. I'm fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> he is, he is. You know, God he is. All right. So the yards I do like. But I think I do like the receptions more at 85. Yeah, see, my, I couldn't find my fan, though. I couldn't find receptions. But, yes, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. Okay. All right. Um, do I have any more Miami? Miami. No. But I do have – all right, so on to the Jets. The Jets, in <sighs> my personal opinion, had one of the – I'll say it. In my in my existence of watching the draft, there has never been a team that has done better in the top 40 picks in an NFL draft ever. They went out and they got the best receiver. Well, let's start. They got the best corner in Sauce yeah. Gardner. Yeah. They went out and got the best receiver in Wilson from Ohio State. They went out and got the best edge rusher in Jermaine Johnson. And they went out and got the best running back in the draft in Brees Hall. Uh, the best running back in the NFL, I think you mean. Stop. If there's one, you got to give me credit. Listen, if there's one thing I can hang my hat on, it's like knowing about these Iowa State running backs, like as freshmen in college with Montgomery, Montgomery and him now. Yeah. And I wasn't wrong about Montgomery, and I yeah. promise you Brees Hall is the fucking dude. He's so good. He is. he is so good. He's very good. Um, so, yeah, their draft was amazing. And I stick by my guy. I st- stick by the motherfucker that he is. <laughs> Watch I like mom. Zach Wilson, man. I think well, Zach Wilson has a good second year. He yeah, looked I competent at the end of the season. He got his, you know, his rookie jitters out of the way. There's one game that really hangs over his head for that entire rookie season. That's his performance against Belichick and the Patriots where he went well, out. That's just, what he does to rookie right, quarterbacks. Exactly. Bill yeah. destroys rookie quarterbacks. Always has, always will. There have been two rookie quarterbacks to take advantage of Bill Belichick, Deshaun Watson and Russell Wilson, and that's it. Yeah. So well, Deshaun Watson's taking advantage of more than Bill Belichick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I didn't want to do it. I was trying to listen. Innocent until proven guilty. It is. That's that is a staple of our society. Yeah. All right. So I like so another I'm gonna take a Zach Wilson under. Okay. Under 14 and a half interceptions. Okay. Dude, he threw two over his final eight games last year. Yeah. He got weapons. He got a running back. Why not? Why, yeah. why Why? not? Can he just calm himself, you know, find his inner zen and just ball out? I'm not saying he's going to be a top 10 or 15 quarterback, but I do no. think that Zach Wilson is good. I think Zach Wilson will have a good second year, and I think he's going to keep it under 14 and a half interceptions. I agree. Now, quickly, we both like the over, I'm assuming, but the odds suck. Odds suck. Minus 160, yeah. but the Jets yeah. are winning six games this year. Yeah. And Brees Hall, 
over five and a half total touchdowns. Total? Dude. Rushing and yeah. receiving or just total? Well, like, which one was – was it just rushing? I like rushing. But I think I mean, it's rushing. Rushing's five yes, and a half. Brees okay. Hall is – Just want yeah. to clarify. You know, the, there's a rookie running back that pops off every year. He's it. It's Brees Hall. Brees 100%. Hall's Yes. Yeah, okay, well, there's Michael Carter. Yeah, they didn't draft Brees Hall to be anything other than their bell cow. Correct. Now, having backfield depth is great. He gets tired, he gets hurt, something, you know, okay, you got Michael Carter, cool. It's definitely solid backup. Yeah. But not only do you have Brees Hall, Zach Wilson will be better. They improve the offensive line and the weapons they added. That's just even more benefit for him having a great rookie year. But here's the thing, Michael Carter is going to, I think Michael Carter reverts back to what his North Carolina role was. And that's a, a third and long back. Michael Carter is a good pass catching back. Yes, he is. Yeah. Um, and that is a perfect role for him in this offense. I think he'll be in on your third and sevens, third and eights. Um, Brees Hall will be your first and second down back. And Brees Hall will be your running back in the red zone. Yes. And I feel like a starting running back on an average offense, half five and a half slow for rushing touchdowns. Right. Okay, yeah, so I agree with that. I do like Brees Hall over five and a half. Um, all right, here Best we go. Best for last. Here we go. All right, I'll, I'll let you go first. I, okay. I'll, let me gather so, my thoughts here. New England, New England sitting at eight and a half. The over good news minus 150. For once, yeah, whichever you like over or under, good news. Both are bettable for yes, once, odds-wise. Minus now, 115 for the over, minus 105 for the under. What are your thoughts? I wanted to say under because I was like, got over on all the teams in this division. I did want to say under, not that I think they're going to suck. I'm like, it's not, but I wanted to say seven or eight win team. I just, and I'm like, it's fucking Bill Belichick over. That's literally what went through my head. It's Bill Belichick over. I don't care how many reasons I can be provided that they're, that they wouldn't win nine games. It's Bill Belichick. I'd be fine not betting it. I'm not going to bet his under. I, I I just wouldn't. I don't think they're going to be amazing. I think with the Dolphins being improved, the Jets being improved, the Bills are going to sweep probably. I mean, the let's, Bills will, might go five and one in the division because division games are weird, but that's the absolute worst they do is five and one in the division. So like the Pats have it tough again. I just think I don't think they're bad at all. I mean, I I feel like. You know, nine wins is is going to be tough for him, but like it's Bill Belichick, so like I'm not. It's that that's my sole logic, analytical reasoning is it's Bill. I really like the under. I do too. No, I have really, down. I, I really, really like the under. Like the under. <laughs> I'm fu- listen. If we both like it, I'm fine with. I really recommending it because here's the thing if we're wrong then you get to watch your team win more games and that's not bad for you but it's built it pains me it pains me to say it yeah but there are three departures that they had this offseason that i think are just going to be so crucial first i'll say the least crucial zach uh or zach shack mason going to tampa Losing Shaq Mason is going to cripple that offensive line. Yeah, they went out and got him. They went out and drafted a fucking lineman from Chattanooga, Cole Strange, 
The kid wears 69, so I can get behind Strange 69. I Boy, like I wish the, the listeners could have been in the Xbox party when you're like, I hope they're not going to do something weird and that it popped up on screen and it it seemed like a sick joke. <laughs> I couldn't I, I couldn't understand. I mean, I sat there and waited all night. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, All right, we traded back. All right, here we go. Let's go. What are we going to do? Cole Strange, man. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure didn't Jacksonville trade up and draft uh, Devin Lloyd like a couple picks in front? And we were like, oh, hell yeah, all right. Well, what are the past? Chattanooga, baby. Yeah, Chattanooga. Chattanooga's pride and joy. Who is it? Uh, I don't know. Terrell Owens. Oh. Yeah, story behind that. Um, I'm pretty sure that this – I'd have to look into it. But So we went to the March Madness – games in Chattanooga played Illinois, right? Yeah. Guy sitting behind us, um, older guy in like his eighties. His son was the first mascot at Chattanooga. Um, and he told us the story of Terrell Owens. He's cause Tio was at the game in Pittsburgh. Um, and he told us, she said, you know how Tio ended up at Chattanooga. And I was like, no, like I knew he went there, but I don't, why would I know how he ended up there? He committed to Tennessee. And that dumbass showed up at Chattanooga. My, it's not surprising. And that's where he stayed. Now, whether or not that's fact, I don't know. Do I want it to be fact? Absolutely. I, I think that's I fantastic. It does not shock me at all. No, I, I'll believe nothing else. That is an absolute fact, historical fact right there. All right, so Shaq, Shaq Mason leaving. Big hit. J.C. Jackson. That hurts. Huge. That hurts. Can they rely on their pick from the two years prior? That absolutely blew my mind when they took Kyle Duggar from Helen. Little Hill's. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A, a school in North Carolina that's got a graduating class of 12 every year. That I only know of because a kid we went to high school with played Correct. lacrosse. Only reason I even know the name of it. So Exactly. I've never heard of that school outside of that. Nope. Well, now, and, Kyle, I do. I do think Kyle Duggar's good. I, yeah, and I you know what? Cole Strange will probably be a fine player, but like be a plug and play. Could have got him. In the, I don't know. Who knows? Well, according to him and Bruce Arians, um, a lot of teams had them ranked high, and BA actually said that they had Cole Strange ranked as their best offensive lineman before New England picked them. So it's more funny due to your lead up to it while we were talking. I, you were just talking yourself out of them doing something like that. And then boom, there it goes. When Cole strange, I don't even know if they had a player picture for him. I mispronounced his name like 18. I didn't even know his name. I, I just remember screaming like they, they took Carl strong. <laughs> you, were, you were yelling the wrong name for a couple minutes. I'm like, Oh boy. Hey, he's probably going to be a perennial pro bowler. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, all of his, like all of his measurements and everything and, you know, his draft grade and everything is like a replica of another lineman that they reached on that turned out to be an all pro player in Logan Mankins. So I'm just hoping he's the next Logan. Plus he's number 69. So, you know, he fucks. Oh, for sure. Strange (laughs) 69. That's 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 going to be one of the top selling, um, rookie jerseys this year. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Barstool with Portnoy, they will have just a plethora Those of strange Um, 
And then the biggest departure, Josh McDaniels. Do I think Josh McDaniels is head coach material? Absolutely not. And that was proven when he went to Denver for his stupid little stint. But that year that he was gone, um, you know, take it for what it's worth. Obviously, that was 2009, so 13 years ago when he left for Denver. Um, That was Brady's worst statistical season in the past 13 years. Yeah, the man knows offense. He does. Oh, he's a genius. He is an offensive. He's an offensive mastermind, um, which is why I like the under for eight and a half. Those three departures. Um, obviously, we don't know what's going on with Dante Hightower. Kyle Van Noy's gone. Um, Jamie Collins, for what it's worth, bleh, but gone. Uh, Jason McCourty retired. Um, so a lot of a lot of guys. You know, yes, they went out and got Devontae Parker, but. This is not a pass-first offense. No. This is run, 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 run it down your throat. And with the emergence of Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris being the beast that he is, um, it's it's going to stay that way, which is there's another under I really like, and that's Mac Jones under 3,950.5 passing yards. I don't see how Mac Jones throws for 4,000 yards this season. I really no, no. I cannot fathom it. I, I love that. I have an under I like. It's funny because you just called Damian Harris a beast, and oh, I like no. Him. no. That's fine. I just I want to throw my opinion at you. That's all. <laughs> it's not Damian Harris slander. It's Ramondre Stevenson love. Damian oh, Harris, 25 and a half rushing yards. I like the under a little bit just because I feel like Ramondre is going to be an animal. Like I really feel like he's going to take over the one A. Oh. That's. I mean, Damian Harris. The thing is. He's 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 a goal line. He's great. He's he's got a nose for the end zone. And it's not that I don't think he's a good player and then he won't have opportunities. My sole purpose behind that is like eight twenty five point five is a lot of yards for a guy that I think he's will be like some one V. Split carries. Yes. Like I could see them running for like fifteen hundred yards combined. For sure. But just like it, it, this isn't the a slander of the player that just if they do legit split carries, that is a high total. Top top five backfield combo in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah, no, they're they're really freaking good. So right. I mean, if one of them seizes the starting job, like you know, by the scruff of the neck, then they hit the over on that total. But if they do split, yeah, that that is you know that's just what I was thinking that 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 is high if they split carries. Now, now this is a double edged sword, um, but one is more prone to it than the other, and that's Damian Harris. We know that the Belichick doghouse is a brutal thing. Oh boy, man, he's, he beats you and throws you in there for weeks. You you put you put the rock on the ground and you're in the doghouse. Yes, um, and I think that could be Ramondre Stevenson's opening to maybe taking the one A spot. Um, but I want your opinion. I did say top five running back combo in the NFL. <clears throat> Number one, best best running back combo in the NFL. I'm trying to think because I I want to like almost eliminate injuries or potential. I mean it's Cleveland obviously. Right. So right. Cleveland number one. Yeah. Number number two, Green Bay. Yes. Aaron yeah. Jones, AJ Dillon, right? Yeah. Um, number three, Zeke and Tony. Yeah. 
to answer Dale's question, that's actually a solid. That's I mean, it's the NFL. You're you, there. There's going to be cases. All right. So Dale is in the comment section, and he said over under for domestic violent char- violence charges this year in the NFL three and a half. Good thing Greg Hardy's not around. Good thing. Well, I mean, yeah, he's covered that on his own. But uh, four New England, <clears throat> and then. Five, do we consider Lamar part of the backfield? No, that's yeah. cheating because then you right. can throw the bills in there like because of Josh Allen. I mean, I, I'd be fine with putting the Ravens on the list if Jake – but again, see, it's tough because like J.K. Dobbins, injury. In my opinion, right. like not that's being a homer, and I'm not right. saying top five, if James Robinson comes back healthy and if ETN's healthy, that's a really good backfield. But again, that's potential and like you got injuries. So you can't you, – I mean, with bad injuries too. Like James Robinson apparently is – his rehab's not going the best so far. I know. That's what I was reading. It's just kind of – Yeah, which, you know, by the end of the year or maybe by next – the thing that sucks for – you know, he seems like an upstanding guy. He actually does. He's an undrafted rookie, man. If he doesn't heal up right, his ass will get cut regardless of how good of a player he is. And he is a damn good player. Right. A man can turn, like, you know, a negative one loss into a four-yard gain just about as good as I've seen. Now he's not going to hit your home runs or anything like that, but he's a really good player. But All right. I, you know injuries. So, <clears throat> so to recap, AFC East here: um, Buffalo's over on wins, and New England's under on wins. Those are the yeah. totals. Those are the yep. total plays. Um, yep. As far as props go, we're considering Devin Singletary's under seven fifty point five, and um, Gabe Davis. What was he eight twenty five? 850.5. I actually I love it. I honestly okay. love that one. Gabe Davis, 850.5. Um, Patriots, Mac under 39.50. Um, and we like the receptions on Jalen Waddle, too, right? Yeah, I didn't, we didn't, I didn't cover the Dolphins yet. You're, you know, jackass. Um, uh, Damien Harris, we're considering under 825.5. Um, Jets. <clears throat> Brees Hall over 5.5 rushing touchdowns and Zach Wilson under 14 and a half interceptions. A lot. Oh, 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 Elijah Moore. That's what I want to talk about. Elijah Moore. Oh, I fucking love Elijah Moore. His totals at four and a half touchdowns. Oh, over. Yeah. He, oh, caught way over. he caught five last year and only played 11 games and he wasn't, way he over. wasn't like an integral part of the offense for the first 12 weeks of the season. That's a, honestly, that's an 1100 yard eight to 10 touchdown receiver right there. Love Elijah Moore. Um, yeah. So Elijah Moore over four and a half touchdowns is yeah. I love that's, it. That's one I wanted to bring up. Um, <clears throat> and then for the Dolphins, uh, Tua under twelve and a half interceptions, and Jalen Waddle over eighty-four and a half receptions. So there's a lot of player props. Like I said, we're not going to play all of these. We're just we're talking it out here. This is the preseason. This would you talk it out? You find your best bets, and then you play your best bets. Um, along with the team totals. But right now, team total-wise, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, We'll probably, you know, that's halfway through the teams. We'll probably get to the 15, 16 range, and then we'll cut it down to probably like our top seven or eight plays. So, and then next week, college football. We're going to do college football next week. Two more weeks of NFL, <clears throat> college football, and then it is, dude, it's, it's it. It's season time. It's time for football. 
So that's super exciting. Um, So college next week, we'll pick some conferences and we'll talk about them. Um, Obviously we'll just just knock out the sec. Yeah. Cause you're a Florida fan. I'm a Georgia fan and the sec just dominates college football. So I think that that's the best place to start. And maybe we'll get into um, some West Virginia, some Kansas, you know, good teams. <laughs> we don't get teams. Rock Chalk Jayhawk football. Hey, uh, game day in, uh, at the Backyard Brawl. They're doing a Thursday college game day there. Yeah. Oh, they are? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Good. Uh, I got to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got permission. So Okay. Yeah. I mean, you did. We weren't fucking asking. <laughs> oh, uh, we got a question saying, "Are you guys doing third-party tracking?" Yes, it'll be on the Action Network again this year. Um, once the f- we need we need the the fan base to fill up a little more before I pay for a third third-party tracking website. Um, the Action Network does its job. Um, you can get verified on there, so once a bet's in there, it stays in there. Um, we did that last year with the NFL and with the NFL last year, what was our record? Let me pull it up here real quick. Um, the record in the NFL was we went 162, 133 with four pushes. The crazy thing to me is over 300 bets and only four pushes is pretty insane. Yeah, that's kind of wild. It's wild. Um, but it was plus 48.2 units. Um, and college, we went for plus 12 units. Yes. Uh, question was, does that track props? Yes, it does. That tracks season long props. Cause you can put in your own edited bet, um, as well as it does track individual game props, which we'll be covering week to week. Um, so props will be on there. Team totals will be over on there. Uh, division winners will be on there. And obviously weekly spreads over unders parlays teasers, you name it. All that stuff's going to be on the Action app. Um, so we will be using that again this year. Um, I was going to say something, and I forget. Mm, something about tracking. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Can't be that. Oh, unit play. Uh, we're going to do the same unit play as last year. It's going to – consistency is key. So one unit is 3% of your bankroll. Um, so you have 33 units to bet with, um, and those 33 units will then, you know, be utilized and we'll reassess come, you know, half, halfway through the year. If we're up and our bankrolls doubled, um, maybe we'll reset, keep the bankroll at double what it was and still play the same unit system. So then your bets will just be twice as much as what they were. Um, and hope to have just a second half of the season and, you know, turn a three, four, 500% profit. Last year, we had a 200% profit, which is good. You start the season with $1,000, you left the season with three grand, so you profited two grand. Um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a really good football season last year, man, and I expect nothing less. Um, I expect better this year. Oh, yeah, it'll be better. You heard it here first. Yeah. Stamped. <laughs> um any spots left in the fantasy league you posted? Yeah, the best ball league. Um, we want to get that best ball league going. Had a couple bites, but still some uh, some people that are unsure about it. <clears throat> It'll be easy, guys. Literally, it's just you draft a league or you draft a team, <clears throat> and it 
sets your best lineup for you. You don't have to look at weekly matchups. You can look at the waiver wire. You can work trades, whatever. But you don't have to sit there and be like, oh, man, who do I play in my flex? Do I play Jacoby Myers or Devin Singletary? Don't worry about that. It's going to put your best quarterback, three receivers, two running backs, tight end, and a flex together for you at the end of the week. Um, it's not – you're not playing against each other, correct? It's just the season total. Right. Right. So I'm sure you can configure a league where you play against each other, but right. there'd be no point in that with best ball. No, absolutely so. not. Best ball is best ball for a reason. It's a season long thing. So it's the, your, your standings are based off of your point total. There's no, Oh, I went 10 and four. Did I make the playoffs? It'll take the top. I, I believe it takes like the, you can set it to the top six teams. Um, the top six highest scoring teams will go into the playoffs. And then each, each week, like, you know, it'll cut in half is the way it'll do it for the playoffs. Um, so that'll be the best ball league that we're looking to do. Yeah. Quick uh, Surgeon General's warning about best ball. Once you dip your toes in, you're going to be fucking jumping in that ocean and you're going to be yeah, one of the top ones. I've done yeah. way too many best ball drafts on underdog. Yeah. yeah. Fun though. Fun. Fun for sure. You'll never do another free mock draft after that. It's just stupid. So if you want to get involved in the best ball league, um, the DMs on Instagram is the best route. Um, I'm on there daily. Uh, so just send us a message on Instagram and yeah, take pics. Welcome. We don't judge. <laughs> I don't condone that. <laughs> I, I don't. Con- hey, sh- why don't you show everybody your hand? Show everybody why we couldn't record yesterday. Cause apparently your thumb affects your voice. No, it just hurt. I was fucking annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my thumb's broken. So it's we're going to have to figure out the claw configuration for PUBG. So we're going to have to move with this and trigger with this and Dale can still get a little bit of this. And yeah, Tyler (laughs) sat on his thumb and it broke. Um, Yeah. It was too far up my butt and I clenched and yeah, happens. All right, man. We're right at that hour mark. Um, I've got nothing else. That is the East divisions. We've covered the South. You want to save the West for the final week, correct? Oh, hell obviously yeah. We the two waste hours them. alone on the AFC West. So AFC and the NFC West, man. I'm excited for the NFC yeah, West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of money being thrown around out there in the NFC West. Oh, <laughs> Jimmy Gooup. Yesterday, um, his agents were given permission to seek trade. So that is – that solidifies Trey Lance is their quarterback. Yeah. Well, we'll see you in New England, Jimmy. No, I mean, I wouldn't – I wouldn't you drafted him basically. So, so Seattle. If this I mean the Drew Locke experiment's not a real thing. No, no. And Gino's a fine backup, but he's not your starter. No. Um Yeah, that's the only team I really can think that has that's probably still looking for a quarterback at this point because everybody else has a Colts rookie. Pre Matt Ryan, I would have liked him. Colts pre Matt Ryan, but everybody else really has a rookie or a second or third year guy that that's like, okay, yeah. let's see what they can do. Maybe Jimmy, if the Tua if Tua fails, maybe we'll see Jimmy G um, down in Miami. Uh, we got Seattle, Houston, and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, nah, man, they got Kenny. And Houston, they got to at least see another year what they got in Davis Mills. And if you're a bad team. Trading for Jimmy G doesn't make sense because not, not with this quarterback play. class coming out. Yeah, CJ Stroud, man, that kid is going to be yeah. fucking good. Yeah, they're they're, <laughs> they're going to be all good. over that kid. Um, but uh, Pittsburgh, 
they they got their guy. They got they got their kid. They got you know Pitt Pitt Panthers Kenny. No, Pitt. they got Mitchell Trubisky. They got Mitchell the Mitchell. That's the starting quarterback. You're looking at Mason Rudolph backup. You're looking at inactive week one Kenny Pickett. You heard it here first. Wow. <laughs> he might have smaller hands, but I bet they're stronger than yours. <laughs> that's, that's currently for sure. For All right, sure. guys. We're at an hour and four minutes. Um, so that's the show this week. Next week, the college football is going to be the focal point of the episode. Then we'll jump into the NFC and AFC North. Um, then we'll do the AFC, NFC West. And then it'll be the week before college football season starts. So we'll jump right into some plays. So yeah. we're going to be all over college football next week. Might be a little, probably, probably an hour, maybe a little bit longer because there's a lot of division or a lot of conferences to cover in college football. Yes, there is. You know, like 300 something Division One teams, but we're not going to cover them all. No. So, all right. That's it, man. That's all I've got. Um, Wednesday next week, it will happen. Tyler yes. won't have a boo-boo that he has to sit out. No, uh, it's, 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 we're trapped for a couple weeks. So Yeah. Yeah. Enjoy that paid time off. Yes. All right. As always, guys, uh, we will talk to you next Wednesday. I'll talk to you on Instagram. And um, we look forward to covering college football with you next week. Yep. Have a good week, everyone.